If it feels like relationships have been a little bit bumpy for you lately, um, join the club. It's been quite a season. We're going to talk about today in Midweek Motivation. Thanks for joining us. My name is Gabe. I'm the pastor of Westside Community Church, and we do this podcast every week, and I'm excited to have Nancy here with me uh, as a part of this. Nancy Castile, a psychologist and a coach who is just going to help us today think about the relationship factor, you know, as maybe we need to reboot our relationships. We've been talking about this a bit at Westside. And, you know, this season has certainly been a pressure cooker for relationships, been a lot of stress kind of compounding maybe any other problems that we've been having in relationships. And sometimes it just it just comes out in some funny ways, like maybe some fear, you know, maybe we avoid people. And maybe that leads to a big disconnection. And I think every one of us, whether it be in a marriage, in a parenting relationship, maybe in a work situation with a friend, we've all dealt with probably very similar things. And maybe it's time for a reboot. So Nancy, can you help us out? Hi, Gabe. First of all, hi, everyone. Nice to have you back. Um, Certainly. You know, it was good. Your sermon was great on Sunday. And just having us all think about a relationship reboot, basically, and the kinds of things that can drive us to get into a fear position that can drive us then to get into an avoidance position and then can drive us to get into more of a disconnected position mm-hmm. and and the dangers of that, whether it's in a marriage, it's in a, you know, a parenting relationship um, between your you and your child or you and your parent, if it's if it's friends, if it's coworkers, if it's in your family. Um, you know, every time that we enter a meaningful relationship in our life, you know, not like the grocery store clerk when we're buying our groceries, but, <laughs> you know, when we go and we, we enter into a relationship, we are signing an agreement, basically, that, that we're going to be vulnerable, which, oh my gosh. Kind of scary. Yeah. In some ways. Who's going to do that? Yeah. You know, but why would we do it? Because... We're social animals, Gabe. We're not. We're not people that are. Me- we're not beings that were meant to live in isolation. Right. And you know, so if we're in it and we're human all at the same time, how do we show up? How do we have things be copacetic? How do we mm-hmm. have things move smoothly? Or how do we get it back to that when it's gone awry? Yeah. You know, because and certainly again in the last couple of years we've had all more than enough stress to have things go awry. And you know, I mean, one of the things that I think about the most is um, being ourselves, being being our best selves, bringing our best selves to the table. Mm-hmm. And you know, um, that doesn't mean that you wouldn't actually, you know, show that you're frustrated or fearful. Um, you know, but it's being real about it. It's communicating it. I mean, how else do you have trust in a in a relationship? Yeah. Um, so you're saying if you're in a spot in a relationship where you're feeling that fear, you say it. You say that you are. Certainly. I mean, that's one of the best ways versus you know versus like a lot of people will kind of go in with a hidden agenda. Like mm-hmm. I want to protect myself right now. I'm going to protect self protect because I'm fearful uh, or I'm feeling insecure about something. Um, you know, if you go into it and you just own it, um, you know, hey, when you do this, I I know that inside of me, this is what I'm thinking. This is how I'm ready to bail. I'm you know, I'm mad because of this. Mm-hmm. You know, just letting being really open and honest in communication, um, seeking to 
have good perspective uh, with the understanding that there's two perspectives in any relationship, Mm -hmm. yours and the person you're with, or there can be more than one perspective. It's a, if it's a family or it's a large group that you're functioning in, and and you know if you can really shift the focus at those times to focusing on the we mm-hmm. versus just focusing on the me, <laughs> focus on we, not me. Yeah. Um. Then, then you have a better chance of everybody in that relationship, whether that is again just two people or if it's more, actually maintaining perspective. Does that make sense? It does. I mean, when you describe perspective, is the main shift going from me to we? Is that what you would suggest when you're in the kind of the heat of the battle in, in a relationship thing? Is that is that a perspective? What other perspective shifts might you suggest? Well, I think that's that's a I, that's a good one just to always be kind of, if you're, you know, if you're in a relationship, you know, with, and we're talking about with one other person, definitely trying to understand where they're coming from have explaining where you're coming from, mm-hmm. not shouting where you're coming from, or <laughs> or having those hidden agendas, or assuming somebody else has a hidden agenda. Yeah. You know, so so the we, if you fo- turn a focus back to we, it really makes you come back to that idea that we're in this together, um, and and you know it it helps us too to keep grounded in the present because you know so often. We are our fears. You know, you talked about the fear as the basis yeah. uh, that would drive the avoidance and drive the disconnection. Then, and fear, you know, is never really based in the present moment. I mean, it may be showing its head in that present moment, but it's usually us looking in the rearview mirror yeah. at something that's happened in the past that's that's bringing up all this anxiety or. It, we're thinking about the what ifs down the fu- mm-hmm. you know in the future down the line, and if we can get ourselves to right here and say you know we we either reactively say you know you said this and when I when you did I felt this, um, or even get maybe to a proactive place of being able to say in a relationship um, you know I know that I'm coming to the I'm coming to the table today or I'm coming to the table in this relationship with this, this, and this. And so, I, you know, and trying to identify our own triggers in those kinds of situations. Mm, that's fantastic. It's like, it sense? reminds me of like you're declaring your baggage, you know, yeah. <laughs> if you're on a flight, here's what I'm bringing. Um, but how do you do that? You have that? to pay a fee for the baggage. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. How do you do that? I mean, let's just talk practically here. Let's say you're in a heated dialogue with your spouse, as an example, how do you get to the point where you have that come back to the present moment perspective? Well, wow. Well, sometimes, obviously, I think you got to take a break. Mm, okay. You know, sometimes if you know it's it, that emotions, you know, it's like you want to engage your thinker um, because so oftentimes um, we are functioning in emotion far too much. We're, our feeler is just uh, way out there. And it's funny because sometimes when our when our emotions are taking charge and our mouth is moving, it's not a good recipe. <laughs> and and so it's really trying to re-engage your thinker. And sometimes you got to take a break and then come back to it. But make sure you come back to it. Uh, you know, maybe set a time and hey, well, let's let's talk again. I, I got to have a break for a second. But I think because I think that I'm not. I'm not being productive. Yeah. You know, and if you can own your own stuff with that, that is that is. That is the most valuable. I mean, you really just want to be, like, if we think about 
um, how to be more Christ-like, it, it's bringing our best selves to the table mm-hmm. and doing well for others. And but we, but we are driven by all of our experiences and things like that. And sometimes yeah. we have to get a little reminder to how true. I uh, was thinking about one of my mentors once told me. Uh, you know, if you're feeling that craziness that you just described, sometimes you just need a snack and a nap. And I think there's <laughs> a lot of truth to that, or it's just maybe we're in that place and it's just not going well. And just to stop and sure. evaluate, am I hungry? Am I tired? What yeah. else might be going on? And um, and so I, I love that. And I also love what you just said about thinking how we want to be treated. You know, Jesus says, yeah. do to others as you want them to do to you in Matthew seven twelve, And what a great way to, I mean, that's a great perspective. It kind is. Of a selfless it, perspective yes. in all of this relationship That's reboot. the whole, like, idea, again, sort of the way I encapsulate it into, like, um, think about we versus me. Mm-hmm. You know, because, again, when we're me-focused, um, we're usually self-protecting. We're mm-hmm. usually, like, mm, going to be on guard. And and that's, that's you're not going to get anywhere in a relationship mm-hmm. when you're doing that. And so, you know, if you have something that you really feel like there's a me component to this, then own it. But own it as, own it from your thinker perspective as much as you can and not from an emotional base, um, you know, by by, you know, I have I have an issue with this because not why do you do that you know mm-hmm. or what you know why aren't you listening to me or you know mm-hmm. whatever that is it just um, I love that the be- the because makes for me as just even as a participant in in conversations that I love the way that kind of feels just yeah. listening the because because there's some logic to it it's like okay you're helping me understand where you're coming from and that's valuable. In those moments. Yeah. I mean, and own your vulnerability. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all, no matter how tough you are, we are all, we all have vulnerabilities. And if you can understand them in yourself and then voice them, because they're oftentimes driving our actions. And so, you know, we just, we, we stand a better chance of having a mm-hmm. healthy relationship. We stand a better chance of, of having a reboot when, when things have gone awry. Um, and they will. And, you know, the other thing, though, to think about is, you know, especially women, uh, we, and, and I, I don't know that it's not necessarily just women, but I definitely know that women um, have this where we want to take care of people. We want to, um, and we want to please and we we're, we're kind of society raises us to do that um right or wrong and and we then come into it um and we want to be liked and maybe mm-hmm. everybody does maybe it's just everybody does i'm just a woman I so i know of it go, from my perspective we just kind of go about it different yeah. ways well but but the reality is is not everybody's going to like us not mm-hmm. everybody's going to mesh with us so there are going to be times when you go you know this relationship um, or this this thing that's starting may not continue. I mean, not all of them are going to be. Yeah, some some we've talked about that here and there uh, on our podcast in different places. Is sometimes there is that moment where you have to analyze and evaluate: is this relationship going to make it? Um, and you know, my conviction is that two followers of Jesus. Um, uh, can make it, you know, that sometimes it takes a long time. Sometimes there's a lot of work to do, but we commit ourselves to that end. 
uh, I think it's important to just acknowledge in these times to go, you know, you got to time out when there's abuse um, and some of those yeah. those things that go like, you know, f- take, you got to get yourself safe. And, and every time we talk about jeopardized relationships, I think it's important for us to say that, like, nobody should be standing under abuse, right? Right. right. Um, but sometimes relationships aren't, you know, aren't going to last. And, right. and uh, so that's an acknowledgement that we have to make sometimes. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and that's okay. It's just, it's just, that's part of life. Mm-hmm. Um, just be honest, be authentic. Mm-hmm. Well, some very helpful stuff. Thanks so much, Nancy, for sharing with us that, that perspective that you bring of really having so much experience in helping people navigate all the bumpiness and weirdness of relationships and come to places of health which is what we all want. And, and that's why we're talking about relationship reboot here. Absolutely. Uh, we hope this has been helpful. I want to ask you to do two things, okay? One is, if this was helpful, subscribe to this channel uh, or subscribe to this podcast and share it with a few other people that might be looking for a little help on the same thing. Secondly, uh, if you're in town or you have time this weekend, we'd love for you to pop into a Westside service. Uh, we are located right in the Portland, Oregon area. And you can come into one of our live in-person services, or you can join us live online, where we have services that you can fully participate in. You can find out more at westsidecommunitychurch.com, and we would love to see you there. We hope you have a great week, and thanks for joining us. Take care.